Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday, February 7th. Hope you're doing well. Yesterday, markets all closed up in the green. We've got, uh, looks like some green ink this morning with some interesting companies reporting. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's not forget, there are so many things in this world we have no control over. You can take control of your portfolio by knowing how much risk you have and how much risk you should have based on your current circumstances. That's why I developed the core retirement design to walk through that process and help you create the, the retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And we've got Dave next. Light FM, that is calling. And I'm calling you, especially if you're interested in finances, because it's time to find out what Wall Street's doing to your money today. But this is one of the weirdest charts yesterday I think I've ever seen on the Dow, which is kind of up and down, up and down, up and down. Went almost nowhere. Let's see if we can figure out which way it's going to go today with the help of uh, Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. It's... Uh... You know, halfway through the week, we had an event last night where we had our, our equity analyst was in and spoke. Mm-hmm. And I found it interesting, you know, because everybody's concerned about uh, election year, right? What's going to happen to the markets? And he made a point that I had never heard made yesterday. Um, what was that? That, that in, the, in the whole, if you go back 50 years, there's only three election cycles where the S&P 500 was down. In an election. Really? And it happened when there was no incumbent. Ah. Well, you know, it, 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 that when you think about it, it follows kind of logically something you and I have repeated almost to the point of ad nauseum. Uh, the market can handle good news. The market can handle bad news. What the market can't handle is uncertainty. And if it's a flip a coin, you know, which one's going to do it? And we don't have anybody going into the office that we've got a favorite for? Probably makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was 1960 with Kennedy. And yeah. um, the the one of the Bush elections, I can't remember what year that was, and then 2008 was Obama. Um, okay. Those three years, those three election years, uh, there was not an incumbent. When the incumbent has has run, whether he wins or loses, doesn't matter. Uh, the market has always been positive. And you know that that it it just backs up a point too that we've made over the time. And you know, regardless of which direction the economy goes, I mean, the interest rates go up different set of equities make more sense than when interest rates are on the floor. Different equities make sense then. You can always find a way to make money. It's what you invest in. So when you see these big changes and big news breaks on the financial news, really what it does is it doesn't say, oh my God, they're going to sell everything that isn't nailed down unless it's you know really bad news completely. It basically means they're going to find some place else where their money can find other money and make more of it. That's right. Yep, it absolutely. does make a difference. Uh, yeah, I was mentioning before I went to you that it was kind of a weird, this is a weird looking chart yesterday. I mean, the Dow and I think the S&P as well, pretty much frittered up and down just a little bit above the zero mark all day. Little up, little down. It looked like, it looked like a rusty old saw. We ended up with 141 points to the positive on the Dow, 11 and a half to the positive on the Standard and Poor's, and about 11 and a half up on the NASDAQ. But we really didn't have any guidance one direction or the other yesterday, did we? No, we really didn't. And that, that, that you know, it kind of ended up positive on the note that it did kind of that last hour or two yesterday. 
Yeah, it was, and it, like I said, it, was, it very rarely got below the zero mark, but it was, you know, it was, it was just the best description. It looked like a rusty old song. <laughs> Nothing changed really very much all darn day. Uh, there were some stories inside of it, though. We alluded to Snap, the uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 social media company, laying off some people yesterday morning. They actually didn't have all that terribly bad a report, but boy, they fall out of bed with the market yesterday, didn't they? It really did, you know, and you're right. They they didn't do bad. They actually beat on earnings at eight cents a share versus six. They did miss on revenue. And I think probably the big miss was actually the average revenue per user. Um, that that missed expectations as well. And so <clears throat> yesterday was not a good day for them. Um, and, well, it continues down thirty percent this morning. That's more than just falling out of bed. That's falling out of the top bunk, I think. <laughs> kind of smart. Uh, we'll get to other stories for other companies that reported in a couple of seconds here. I bet I did get one bit of information that might have kept the market inside of a range yesterday. Uh, the chairman of the, of, the, of the Cleveland Federal Reserve Bank basically did the rubber chicken circuit and kind of seconded what Jay Powell said on the uh, 60 Minutes interview the other night. She said, basically, no, we're not going to cut rates too terribly fast, but don't worry, we'll get around to it before the end of the year, which kind of is sort of what Jay Powell was saying on Sunday night. And I, I got to believe the more voice you hear saying the same thing, the more certainty the market ends up seeing. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. Uh, you know, I think that it will. Uh, you know, we like certainty, and uh, I think the more certainty we have, whether that means we push interest rate reductions down to the fourth quarter, if, if the market knows that, then then it'll be comfortable with that. And again, that, you know, that's, it's certainty, even if you don't like the news, you can plan your investments accordingly. It's not knowing what the Sam Hill's going to happen that makes the VIX go crazy. Not a lot of economic news out this morning. We do get the Mortgage Bankers Association Mortgage Index every Wednesday morning early on. Some good news there. Uh, the index went up. About 3.7%, and you and I were a little worried about that yesterday, given the fact that mortgage rates have been going up. But the uh, MBA report says that uh, there was actually some pretty measurable growth in adjustable rate mortgages, because while the fixed rate went up a little last week, the adjustable rate mortgage prevailing rate went down, and evidently that's prompting a few more people to uh, dive into the market. Well, I guess probably so. And I would think that the adjustable rates probably make more sense right now because we we know interest rates are going to go down. They're not going to stay this high. And so that uh, that that probably makes a good case to use the adjustable rates. Yeah, and on a short-term basis, this is one of those times where, yeah, an ARM is probably a pretty smart investment because it's a pretty solid guess that you're probably going to be at least a half a percent lower a year from now. Uh, why lock in a 7% rate when you can almost be assured of 65 a year from now? Uh, Twelve months ago, I suspect you and I would probably be saying exactly the opposite, right? Well, that, that's right. You know, you know 24 <laughs> months ago, you lock, lock them babies in. Absolutely. Very little else affecting the market. What do you see on the horizon this week that could be big market movers anyway? You know, I don't really know that there's much out there, especially from an economic standpoint, because, I mean, other than jobs tomorrow, there's there's not much coming out um, this week. Now, next week, you know, we get CPI. Yep. And so that that could be – and then, then towards the end of the week, you get housing starts – those next week, some economic numbers come out that they could move the needle a little bit. 
I was wondering if I was missing anything. It was one of those weeks where I'm rarely bored, but there wasn't a whole lot of macro stuff coming out of any great import. And like I said, it showed yesterday with a market that uh, didn't show any grandiose guidance in any direction or another. We do have uh, some people that are reporting results, though, and what a concept, the idea of trading stocks based on the value of the companies. Yum Brands put out their report. How'd they do last quarter? Not so good, Dave. Um, that's uh, Yum Brands, you know, is the holding company for uh, KFC, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. Um, and they uh, they had some misses there. They missed on both earnings and revenue. Um, earnings came in at $1.26. It was expected to come in like at $1.40. Um, and then revenue was slightly below expectations as well. So, that's got Yum Brands uh, slipping a little bit this morning, down a little over uh, one and three quarter percent. I don't think I see a trend against junk food or anything like that. I'm not sure I'd sell them like chiclets off a of one quarter report. Would you? Uh, no, no. It's just um, <laughs> you know the wallet gets tighter, inflation starts to eventually take its impact, and so um, and then the communities like ours are getting more choices. So that, mm -hmm. that becomes a uh, impactful too. So. Oh yeah. Um, we'll always gravitate back to Greece one way or the other, Philip. That's right. One way or another. So. <laughs> yep. Hey, we had, um, CVS reported, mm -hmm. uh, the drug they, uh, they had a pretty good quarter. They, they, they beat by about 13 cents a share came in at $2 and 12 cents on revenue. Really, really well. They beat by over $3 billion in revenue. So uh, some some good numbers coming out of uh, uh, CVS. And uh, even though they pulled back their full-year outlook a little bit due to some higher medical costs, um, they're still trading up 1% this morning. Cool. Other indications we got? So we got, well, we got a lot today, actually. We got Uber. Okay. Um, mm. Uber came out. Um, they, uh, they came in at uh, 66 cents a share versus 17 expected. They beat on revenue. Uh, even with all of that, um, at least earlier, yep, they're still slipping. Down 2.2%. Not sure what else may be in that report to uh, to indicate that. Ford reported um, ah. and, and had a had a good uh, a good quarter. They came in at 29 cents a share versus 14 cents a share. They beat by over $3 billion in revenue. Um, they announced a special dividend of 18 cents a share. Um, so, uh, so some good, good things coming out of them this morning. They're up five and three quarter percent. That's good. They, they got yeah. into the doldrums in terms of stock price a few years ago, and it's good to see a trend upward with them. It is. Then we got uh, Chipotle, uh, one of those restaurants we're fixing to have open up here in Sebring. Uh, they came out with stronger than expected earnings as well. Um, they saw their traffic grow by more than 7%. Um, so they're uh, they're trading up 2.7 percent this morning, and and just so you know, they're they're and it's one of those expensive stocks. They they don't they have are. a lot of stock out there. It's it's trading at 2,555 dollars right now. You know, you look at the size of the stores, and you look at a twenty-five hundred dollar per share price. I know it matters how many stock shares you got issued, but that's just Phil. That every time you quote that number, it just blows my mind. Resetting the table for the morning, we had a modest amount of green ink on all the major indexes yesterday, 45 minutes before we opened this morning. What's going on today, Philip? Right now, we got the indexes are definitely in the green. 
Uh, we got the Dow up uh, a little over a tenth of a percent, the S&P 500 up a third of a percent, and the NASDAQ 100 is getting close to being up a half a percent. So some good movement there. On the other side, we've got silver down another half a percent this morning to $22.36 an ounce. So, uh, gold's flat right now, and then uh, crude oil is up a little over six-tenths of a percent to $73.78, which I think it's about where it was yesterday. I was going to say, sounds familiar to yesterday. No great shakes there. I think we're just doing an intraday trending up and down across the trading range for the moment. Be happy with that. Overseas, the uh, Asian Pacific rim was almost a reverse of what we've been seeing for the last couple of months. Evidently, the stimulus measures the Chinese government is doing is making them happy. The mainland Chinese markets were up, and some of them considerably over the night time hours. The rest of the Asian rim generally negative. Europe's got a minor negative tinge to it this morning. Overall index in Europe is down like, oh, 21 hundredths of a percent halfway through their trading day. We didn't really give them any kind of guidance yesterday with our trends, so they're kind of selling stuff because they've got nothing better to do this morning as much as anything. Keeping tabs on this for a retirement is something that probably takes a more neutral pair of eyes than we're capable of generating for ourselves day over day, Philip. How do I find you to get a plan to make retirement work instead of guessing at it? Okay, then give us a call at 863-382-0037 for our core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And you and me back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, I do appreciate it. You have a good day, and we'll catch you then. All right, man, you too. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Do you hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care.